Hi, welcome to Eurocron. I'm your host, Scott Pitney. Eurocron is a podcast where we chronicle extraordinary people and their extraordinary stories. Our goal is simple, entertain, inspire, educate, and at times humor our audience while our guests build their audio legacy. So let's get right to our next extraordinary story. Our next guest on your cron is Saeed Garza. Thank you so much. Hey, welcome to your cron. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you for being here. Um, so I'm going to, I thought I'd start off by just kind of um, telling uh, our guest how we met. I was very fortunate to have met Zaid and his wife, Nancy, recently when I had my Chevelle over at his shop to get a makeover. And uh, so uh, I was referred to them by our friend, Toy Doe. So yes. shout out to Toy. And uh, he connected us. And, uh, you know, somebody might ask, why why do I have the guy that uh, did the work on my car? Why is he on my, my podcast? Well, because I chatted with Zaid a little bit and he has an amazing story. He is an amazing man and he has an amazing family. And I just a few minutes after hearing a little bit of a story, I just said, man, do you listen to podcasts? Because I'd love to have you on my show. <laughs> <laughs> you are an extraordinary person with an extraordinary story. Zay. So uh, where would you like to begin your extraordinary story? So I would say since I was a little kid, since I got here five years old, I'm from Monterrey, Mexico. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I came here to the United States when I was five years old. Like everybody comes. Everyone, everyone comes. Um, we stay living at uh, my uncle's uh, house for one year. We were two of them. We were me, my brother, my dad, and my mom. We were living on the so on the floor for one year. I will say, on the floor, on the floor, on the floor, one year. Wow. When when you were five in in. Were you told you were coming to the U.S.? Did you know what was going on? No, I didn't thought nothing about coming in. Nothing, nothing. I just follow my my parents. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Let's uh, go. <laughs> at that time, nineteen ninety five, uh, my grandpa, um, he used to live in the United States. Um, he was sick, so my mom went to take out the passport, the visa. And we just came just to come and see my grandpa. That's it. And then we were going to go back. Yeah. We're not, my parents' intentions, they were not to stay in the United States. It was not their intentions, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But we are here. How did you travel here? Uh, we travel on the, oh, man. It was a truck. Mm -hmm. My uncle's truck. Um, we were... I would say it was a pickup truck mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with a with a cover in the back. You know what the, they used to do the cover in the back. It was a pickup truck, two doors, and they used to have a a big pickup bed there with a cover. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just to just to pick up with a covered bed. Yes. So we were there. We were there. I will say we were driving like five of us, six of us, five of us in the back. Mm-hmm. Five wow. of us in the back. Yes. From from Monterrey. From Monterrey over here. Nine hour. About nine. nine hour. Like twen- 12 hours. 12 hours. Oh, 12 hours. Yeah. Yes, 12 hours. It was 12 hours. Wow. Yes. Um, we got here. We got settled with my uncle. My uncle opened the doors for us. And uh, we stayed there for, I would say, my dad, he was looking for a job here for three months. He didn't find anything. He was, you know what? I'm going to go back. We're going back. Thank God he found a job. He used to pay, get paid. Three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars in nineteen ninety five. Three hundred dollars per week. Per week. Per week. And what what did your father do? My father, at that time, he used to do uh, repair trailer homes. Mm-hmm. Repair trailer homes. Was that his trade in in Mexico? No, he was an eighteen wheeler in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he drove fourteen years. He started working when he was fourteen years old. So, so how did he learn how to repair trailers then? Is he well, just... Well, he just... You know what? It's work. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. I'm, it's work. It's money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to put food to my uh, to my, to my my family on the table. Mm-hmm. That's how everything started. Yeah. And then on several months from there, man, this guy, uh, he he's still his boss. He, uh, he, he was an angel for us. We we got papers from him mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. He we uh, did paper. We we got fixed papers by job. I don't know, but it was something. Um, it's called. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but we fixed papers through their job mm-hmm. through work. Uh, was it a work visa? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So we. We fixed papers. He gave them hand to my dad, and to this day, he still is my dad's boss. Really, twenty twenty five years. He's still with him since nineteen ninety five. Since nineteen ninety five. What does your dad do now? Is he? He has a company of eighteen wheelers. Wow. Yeah, he's an operator. Yeah. Yes, sir. How, do you remember? I know you were five at the time, but do you remember getting across the border? What that was like? I don't remember. I don't remember a lot when yeah. I cross. I just remember they was in the back of the truck. That's it. Yeah. I don't remember so much. But you do remind remember riding in the back of the truck. Yes. And, yeah. Because that's my family. Man, twelve hours. That's, twelve hours, right? Wow. Twelve hours. Wow. Twelve hours. And I remember the passport got canceled right there. It's just one time and come back and that's it. But we stay here. <laughs> it got canceled. But, <laughs> yeah. So. so you're, they you're, put a on the passport. They put like cancel. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was it. So that was it. The burn the bridge. You were yeah, here. That's it. Yeah, and we stayed here. Yeah, if we wouldn't go back, we never come back to Houston. We'll never back to United States. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. So of course you were a kid at the time, but now that you look back on that, it it must be amazing to think. Yeah, and so I think about it right now. All that. Um, all what I've been through, I don't want to happen to my daughter. So I don't want my daughter to go through anything that I've been through. So I want the best for her on every single little thing. 
Yeah. I don't want nothing to suffer her, nothing. That's why I'm working so much. Yeah. <laughs> I work 12 hours a day, maybe sometimes 15, sometimes 14. I don't even have time to go to, to the house. Yeah. And everything for my family. Yeah. So you are the owner um, of All-in-One Automotive. Yes. And let's let's talk about that for a minute your your life uh leading up to to owning your own business you're you're 28 years old right and you have a house yes you have a family yes. and you you're you have your own business yes that in itself is amazing so i'm sure there's a lot of, of people your age that are are asking you know how, how did you get to where you are now what, what is that story? Hard work. <laughs> Hard work. Right. Anyone, anyone right. can do yeah. it. Anyone yeah. can do it. And you know what? I learned this. I see my dad. Mm. If my dad can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. From nothing to have something, anyone can do it. Anyone. There's no excuse. Yeah. There's no excuse in this world. Why? We have everything in our hands. Yeah. Everything. We just have to go and grab it. God gives you everything. But you just have to go and grab it. Yeah. It's mine. Work hard for mm -hmm. your stuff, what you want. Mm -hmm. and did your dad talk to you a lot about these things, Zaid? Or these things that yes, he just uh, led by example? Or? No, yes. Uh, he taught me so much going through the uh, years. He he worked so much for mm -hmm. his family. Mm -hmm. He was never home. Sometimes he was home because he had to, he has to leave from work. Uh, he's then from there he started working like an operator. He got his own truck, a trailer with the same owner. Mm. So he started doing that business for him. Then he was never there. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes he was there, sometimes not. He always taught me, man, you're going to learn one day. You're going to know one day. I, I used to tell him I went to the when I was. I used to play soccer so much. Mm-hmm. Seven. I started playing soccer. Seven years old. Mm -hmm. He was. I want. I wanted it to my dad to come to my games every Saturday. Like I seen other people. Mm -hmm. He couldn't. Mm -hmm. Why? Because of work. Mm -hmm. He had to work for his family. Mm -hmm. You know. All the year happens, and uh, when I was thirteen years old, I went to um, United States. The selection of United States got me. I started practicing with them, and it didn't happen. Mm. It didn't happen. I did my best to it. He was there. My parents helped me out there. Mm. They were there for me. Mm -hmm. And then through the years, when I was 14, 15 years, uh, you're starting to hang out with the bad people. What, 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 pro what do you think triggered that? I don't, I don't know. Mm. I just, the people that I used to hang out with, I had everything in life. Mm. My dad gave me everything. Mm -hmm. The only thing that he had for me was, I would say, uh, be there when I need him. Mm. But he was doing something for his family. Mm -hmm. Getting food on the table with his family. Mm. Did he see these these changes in you at that time yes mm. 
when uh when I was uh, I live the life too fast, too 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 fast. I started to drink 15, started using drugs at 15, started going to the street clubs at 15, going to clubs, mm. girls, mm. and when I was 16, 17 years old, I met my wife. I will say, if she, she was in my life, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. I wouldn't be here. Yeah. She changed me so much. And she, she is sitting right here. Hello, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, when, when you went, you were going through these changes, <clears throat> what was your dad telling you? Was he telling you to stop it or was he yeah yeah he used to always saying stop it say don't don't get like that i haven't i haven't given you no reason to be like this you need to be careful what you do uh you have a future in the front but you're going to see one day you're going to see one day you're going to see what's going to happen and everything that he says it happened to me yeah uh when i was 18 years old i went to college to play with san jack san jacinto college i went to play there College ball, one semester only, less than semester. I was drugs still, marijuana. Um, got caught, went to jail. The exact same thing that my dad used to tell me. I told you. I remember the day when, when I was in jail, I just. I just started, I lay down in the bed and started thinking so much, why? Just thinking to myself, why? Why? Why I did this? Why? Why happened to me? Why? But it was a choice that I did. So I just put God and I told you know what? Whatever it is, just give me. Whatever. Consequences, whatever. Why? So I can learn my lesson. So you were in TYC, uh, Texas Youth Commission. How old were you at the time? I was 18. Oh, 18. Yes, I was at, uh, I went to city first. Okay. And then I went to county. Okay, yeah. So county. And how long were you there? I was there for a week. I was there for a week. Hmm. Three days, four days. Yeah. Three days, four days. Probably felt like three years. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, and those three days, four days, I didn't eat nothing. Nothing, nothing. The worst day of my life. Yeah. The worst day of my life. Yeah. The worst day of my life. Um, from there, went to uh, back to Houston. I used to live over there. I used to live in St. Jack. Mm. Everything. I mean, I had an apartment. My dad paid the apartment. I mean, yeah. 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 My dad paid for books. My dad wanted everything the best for me. Yeah. Was that experience in jail? Was was that an, an awakening? I mean, when you got out, were you like, "I'm, I'm done with this," or did the drugs and stuff continue after that? No, nah, it it was done. It was done. Okay. It got it was done for years. Okay. It was it's, done for years. You met Nancy by then. Oh yeah, Nancy was already in my life. Right. Yeah, she, but when I went to jail, I broke up with her. Stupid ah, decisions. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, when I went to St. Jack, that's when I broke with her. 
And that's when I did all my stupid decisions. She was there in my life. I would have never happened this. What what did what were some of the things, if you don't mind sharing, just some of the things that, that she did or told you when you met her that that changed you so much? It was a different girl. It wasn't the same like other girls. How so? <laughs> Way, way different. <laughs> yeah. It was super, super different. She she was not an easy girl to get. And that's uh -huh. what I like her about her. Yeah. She she played a little hard to get. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good for you, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she didn't I remember that she she told me, I said, Don't 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 even like me don't fall in love with me because i ain't gonna like you i ain't gonna love you or nothing <laughs> oh really yeah she told me that <laughs> she told me that yeah well, guess what? yeah <laughs> i'm here with yeah. her. <laughs> you want nine her more years. than anything right? nine years with nine her. years wow <laughs> that's that's awesome that's awesome so <clears throat> so the jail experience that was kind of the last last of, the, of that and uh the partying pretty much ended after that. Everything ended. Everything ended. Everything, everything, everything ended. I got my friends. I didn't have no friends for two years, three years. I didn't used to go out with friends. That's when I, I found out of my, my wife was pregnant. When I got, when I got on jail, like I would say a month, two months, three months. I was in college, but I used to go to HI, uh, HCCC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Houston Community College for diesel mechanic mm. and I graduated from diesel mechanic I used to work and go to school at the same time so I need to pay something back to my parents all that what I did to them all that suffering what they did to me everything I just had to do something for them so I did it for me for my family and for my parents yeah what when you say pay back in in what way well all that uh man <laughs> the one who suffered the most it was my mom hmm. she used to call me at five in the morning five in the morning i used to get home five in the morning four in the morning three in the morning where you at i was only 16 years old hmm. i wasn't even home at that time hmm. Where you are, where you are, where in the home, are you safe? Are you okay? And mm -hmm. I didn't used to pay attention to those things. Mm -hmm. Now, now that I'm a parent, yeah, so it's a game changer, right? Yes. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Everything. What was your mom like? What was that? What was your mom like? What's my mom like? Yeah. Mm, she's a. At that time, mm -hmm. man, she's a sweet person. Yeah. She's super sweet. Super sweet, but one of the things I never, I never listened to her. Mm. That's my mistake. Mm -hmm. A big mistake that I did in my life. Yeah. She used to tell me the stuff a lot, a lot, a lot. That one that I used to listen, it was my dad. My dad with one thing, with one, that's it. Yeah. That's it. One time. Yep. If it was the second time, he told me, he told me, look, I'm going to get, I'm going to get you out from this one. But the second time, that's your choice. I'm a, I'm going to leave your ass there. Yeah. In jail. Yeah. 
I'm don't even comment, don't even bother me. It's like you don't even have a father because why? I never show you this in my life. Yeah. You have everything in your life. Everything. And I think those are the things that like a young guy, they do mistakes like that. Yeah. A lot of mistakes. Sure. So now that I uh, I have friends and high school friends and stuff like that. And I tell them, work your ass up. Don't follow drugs. Don't whatever friends. Yes. It's high school. You're going to meet the drugs. Mm-hmm. That's everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Try it. Try it. But don't fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I fall in love with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like get it out of your system. So you, you eliminate the curiosity. Right. But don't fall in love. Right. Yeah. Just try it. Try and it. And that's out. it. Just mm. try it. Yeah. It's life. Yeah. Just try new things. Right. You know? Right. I think everybody tried it. <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. I mean, it's eventually, right? I mean, there's things that parents try to do to suppress kids, but eventually if they want to try something, they're going to yeah. try it. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So having said that, <laughs> How do you teach your daughter these things that, you, that you've learned? Man, it's going to be hard. <laughs> I don't want to go through this. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> we'll be right back. Today's episode is sponsored by Pitney Properties. Pitney Properties provides real estate services to buyers and sellers located in and around the Houston area. Having been raised in Texas, LaVon Pitney is incredibly well-versed in the area's housing market and always manages to find her clients those hidden gems that other agents tend to overlook. LaVon's relentless style and integrity allow her to hold client satisfaction at her highest priority. She works hard to make the entire home buying and selling experience as is productive and enjoyable as possible. Whether her clients are first-time buyers or seasoned investors, LaVon works tirelessly to accommodate their needs and exceed their expectations. To learn more about LaVon's real estate services, please don't hesitate to call her today at 713-805-8871. That's 713-805-8871. Or contact LaVon at sold at Pitney Properties. How, how did you and Nancy meet? How do we meet? Yeah. Man, <laughs> it was a club. Oh, yeah? Mutual friend. Mutual friend. Mutual friend in the club. Uh, she didn't want to go that day. That's what she told me. She was, I was just kind of, she was in the, in the table mm-hmm. having a drink. Mm-hmm. And two of my friends, they asked her to dance. And she was like, nope, I'm not. Nope, I'm not. I said, okay, one of my boys like you know what bro you better go dance with her i said bro no like she already told two of my friends no i said bro you're going to dance with her no matter what 
I said, okay. So he went up to him and he asked her, hey, that's one of my boys. Like, nah, I'm not. So I went over there and I just sit in front of her and said, so what? You want to go dance? <laughs> no. But I was those kind of people. I'm the kind of person that. Pushy. <laughs> Yes, pushy and whatever. If you couldn't hear that. That was Nancy saying pushy. <laughs> Nancy, if any time you want to come in here and jump on the mic, there's plenty of room. <laughs> uh, so, whatever it is, like I'm those kind of persons. Oh, here she I, comes. <laughs> if I want something, I have to get it, no matter what. Ah. No matter what it takes, I have to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. Okay. I have to. So uh, your cron now welcomes Nancy Garza. Nancy. <laughs> hello, Nancy. Yeah, just, hello, hello. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> um, so I always like to say when, when couples meet, uh, okay, so that's one version of the story. Uh, do you have anything else to offer or add to that, Nancy? <laughs> well... It was sort of like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> there's, there's always another version. <laughs> Except, yeah, it, it was, he was totally pushy. Um, <laughs> oh, totally. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I went for it because he was, he wanted it. He was pushy. It was just that. He made it seem like he was interested. And so I gave it a chance. Um, we talked all night after we danced. And it just, he asked for my number and I usually would give guys the wrong number, but he didn't let me, he didn't even give me the chance to do that. Oh, he grabbed oh. my phone and he called himself. <laughs> Knuckle bump, man. Good move right there. Good move. So definitely after that night, it was just talking every single day. He would text me as soon as he wake up, we would go to sleep texting. It was a nonstop just communication throughout until we made it official. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's Nine amazing. Nine years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, congratulations to both of you. Thank you. Y'all are a great couple. And Nancy, you have, you're an entrepreneur as well. Yes. And uh, would you like to tell us about your business for a minute? I started doing makeup when I was in high school. Um, I was about 15 or 16 years old when um, I started doing makeup for friends as they would, hey, let me you know, do, your make, do my makeup for a certain occasion. So I would, you know, I would do it and it got to a point where just too many people started telling me, hey, do my makeup more often, you know, more often. That cost me money for obviously um, tools. And so I decided to actually do it for, um, for a living. And so I went to school for it. Um, so I do makeup. I used to do hair as well. Um, so then after that, me and Saeed decided to do personalized t-shirts as well. And so with time, um, that led to just me doing it on my own since he worked so much. Um, and so I do personalized t-shirts and I also do pictures. So photography for um, birthdays and graduations, etc. Yeah. And the name of your business is? Modern Glam. 
So everything has its own. It's modern glam photography, uh, modern glam for my makeup line, and then modern glam uh, creations for my personalized t-shirts. Okay. And uh, how would people get a hold of you for your services? Um, I have Instagram. I have Facebook as uh, Modern Glam Photography, uh, Modern Glam MUA, and Modern Glam Creations, all on Facebook. All right, perfect. And we'll put that information on the Yurkron website as well. Thank you very much. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So you guys meet, get married, fall in love, get married, and say so you've, you've graduated from school at this point. Um, uh, with um, uh, your trade as diesel mechanics. Yes. What happened after that? What What did you do after that? Well, after after your that, um, I started working uh, some dealerships. Uh, I started everything. I mean, I'm a mechanic. Well, when I'm 15, 16 years old, I used to go. I told you my, my dad had an 18-wheeler company. Yes. Mm -hmm. I used to always be with him. On Saturdays and Sundays, I used to love going with him. Yeah. Yeah, just to... Make an oil change on the diesel truck, uh, grease it, uh, to wash it, mm, just be around with my dad. Yeah. Me and my dad, we were really, really, really together all the mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, everything when I started finishing school, so I was working at, I started working at Vans Auto Parts, mm -hmm. and I used to go to school. Mm -hmm. After that, I started going to school and working for a shop, a small dealership called 3B Auto Sales. Vicente, he's the one that showed me everything, showed me all the steps, all the basics. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't, I think, I wouldn't know anything that I know now. Yeah. Then from there, I went to PSE, Power Store Ingenuities. I learned so much about diesel there mm -hmm. with Dorian. Mm -hmm. Dorian, cool guy. They're really, really popular, power stroke annuities yeah. on diesel. And then from there, I started working with uh, collision. So from there on diesel, so I used to know gas, then diesel, then I went to collision side. So in collision side, I used to work, uh, I worked for carking for, I would say three months. They fired me. What? Yes. You? Yes. No way. The worst, worst day ever in my life. Tell the me. First man. time. I don't know. You don't Nobody know? I don't know. He just, he fired. That, I don't know. You still don't know why? I don't know why. Nobody knows why. Uh, he just came up to me. He fired. Are you serious? What did I do? What did I then? What did I do? But he was a boss. I don't know. Well, we, we got to send him a card and say, thank you for firing <laughs> me because look where I am now. <laughs> I mean, just... all things happen for a reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it was That's a crazy. Great experience. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And then from there, I started working at a position. Mm -hmm. uh, the owner, this guy, he's the one that gave me opportunity to, to be a manager. And I learned so much from him. He was a, a guy that he was... Um, I cannot tell you a pushy guy go go for it go 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 pushy in a good way in a good way to to motivate you yeah to motivate yeah. me mm -hmm. he did i learned so much from him 
Mm-hmm. I thank him so much. Mm-hmm. So much, so much that I thank him. Mm-hmm. Then from there, you know what? I tell him, I told my dad, I was already, you know what, dad? I told my dad, you know what, dad? Let's, let's do something, dad. I'm tired already. Like, I know I can do it. Is that you sure? So yeah, I can do it, dad. Let's do it. Tired meaning tired of working, working for, for someone, someone else. else. Right. right. Tired for working someone else. I already know the system and I know, I mean, I was doing everything there. Yeah. I at was the, doing the condition place. Yeah, the condition place. I was washing cars, doing mechanical, sending off, prepping. The only thing I didn't know is paint. I didn't I didn't know how to put bondo, but I know estimating, insurance claims, everything. So let, let me ask you. So you went from diesel to gas. Gas to diesel. Or gas to diesel. Diesel to collision. Di- diesel to collision. Okay, that moved from diesel to collision. Was there something why did you make that move? I don't know. It was opportunity, the money. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So at the time it was financial. Yeah, I mean, financial. Kind of what I'm seeing is a pattern of, of I'm, I'm going to learn all this stuff and start all in one where right. we do everything. Right. Where but, we do everything. So we do right. gas, diesel, and collision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but it was really just you found an opportunity that paid a lot of money and. So, it, but it obviously turned out right. Good, all right. Good. So we started. So you uh, approached your dad and, and so said. So I pushed my dad. My yeah. dad was like, "You, you serious?" I said, yes, dad. I mean, you have something that I don't have, and and I have something that you don't have. You have something that I don't have, and I have something that you don't have. What What were those somethings? I got the experience because my dad has a different kind of business, mm-hmm. and my dad has the money. Okay. So we went 50 and 50. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But usually I'm always there. My dad's still working on his own company, his own business, his own operator, his own truck. He goes to the shop and still works with me. Okay. So yeah, he still uh, works at his other job, but but he comes over and helps you out. Helps me out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you're running it. I'm running from. Yeah. And how long ago was that? I barely have nine months. Wow. Nine months on the shop. And I, I thank God, man. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. So I, I, I want to jump in and kind of, uh, from a customer standpoint, you know, I, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I was introduced to Zaid. And then the day came when, uh, I went to pick up my car. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this place. I'm, you know, <laughs> um, and I, I, I get there and it was much bigger and busier than I thought, you know, that I had, I mean, I kind of saw some, some pictures of my car when y'all were working on it, but they weren't panned out very, so I couldn't see around see a lot. Right. Yeah. So when I got there, I'm like, wow, there's, this place is big. He's got a big yard. There's a lot of cars here. So he's, you know, he's busy. He's got all these employees running around. And then that's what, what, uh, when you said you've only been in business nine months, I said, wow, this guy's got something special big time. So, uh, nine months in, what do you think, man? You, you, 
I mean, are you just pinching yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Am I just... I will always say treat a customer right. Customer service. Treat them like a family. Treat them like a family. And you did. And, you know, sorry to jump in again, but I, I just, it was a great experience. Picking up my car and just, you know, so many people were around it, like putting finishing touches on it. And then in the middle of all that, so he takes me around and shows me around and what was really cool, I was telling LeVon, my wife, about this. I, I said, you know, you're the owner of the company. You're walking around. You're picking up trash. <laughs> I mean, you're just, you're nonstop motion. You're picking up trash. You're straightening stuff. You're like, man, this guy's got a lot of pride. He leads by example. And and that's before I've even talked to you. These, these are things that I'm just observing. And then we go into the office to settle up. And then that's when you shared part of your story with me. And right. my, I invited you to be on my podcast. But right. I was impressed by your actions far before we and even I started still talking. Cars. <laughs> I still washing cars. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I'm still washing cars. I just had to do the best for the for the family business. So it took me a, a lot of work to be here at this point. Me yeah. and my dad. Yeah. So it's our future. Yeah. This business is the future of four kids. So what, what does the future um, look like for, for you and All-in-One and your family? Do you see multiple locations or do you not even want to look that far ahead because you're only nine months in business? I mean, right. Yeah, so I mean, do you I think, think about that much? Yeah, I think at this point, I mean, I have business and everything. Everything can happen. Mm -hmm. Anything can happen, but we got something going on, and I hope it continues like this. Uh, to have this mental thinking of doing things the best. And I want to, my, my, my goal is to make it corporate. That's my goal. And I have to get it. No matter what it takes me, I have to get it. There is no doubt in my mind in the short time I've known you, that you will. Thank no you. doubt in my mind. Thank you. you. You've got so many principles that are correct about you. I mean, you're, you're a solid dude, Zaid. Solid guy. And obviously, great parents. Great father. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's an amazing story. So... I always like to close my podcast with uh, what I like to call my legacy question. A <laughs> um, hundred years from now, somebody's listening to this podcast, perhaps your extend, extended family, your grandkids, your great grandkids. What do you want them to remember? What maybe life lessons do you want to teach them to, to carry forward your family name and your family? I want to remember that I was a hardworking man. That anything in this life, you can get it. No matter what it takes you, you can get it. Because have a positive mind, and you can have everything. Everything was just only hard working, hard work and dedication. That's it.
That's it. And always treat all the people the same. No one here because you're president because mm -mm, we are humans. We are all humans. Everyone has a brain. Everyone has two hands. Everyone has two feet. There's no doubt of that. We always had to treat all the people the same and with respect. Respect will take you to the top. Great words. Great words. Thank you so much for being on your cron. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me. Thank it you is, so much. Thank it you. is a privilege to have met you. And uh, so now that the Chevelle's done, uh, the truck's next. Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to do the best. We're going to do the best. I know you will, my friend. I know you We're will. We're going to do the best. All right. Thanks again, Saeed. Thank you so much. Hey everyone, Scott here to let you know about a special promotion we're having at Your Cron. We are looking for companies that would like to advertise on our podcast. So we are offering advertising space at $25 per podcast. That's only 25 bucks to have your business on a podcast episode. That means every time the episode is played, people are going to hear about your business. And your commercial stays on that podcast forever. So that's a great deal, right? So if you're interested, email me, scott at yourcron.com. That's S-C-O-T-T at Y-O-U-R-C-H-R-O-N.com. Scott at yourcron.com. I would love to hear from you. Bye.